Well, I work from home, Shannon, but that's normal for me. It's normal for you, too. Now it is up, uh, you know, a few years ago. No, I that's spent, right. You know, the previous like 20 years in an office environment and a warehouse and a bunch of, you know, labs and uh, office and people. And so it, it's actually been a pretty recent transition for me. So I'm excited to talk uh, about working from home today, what works for me and and learn what has worked for you for all these years. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, you know, this the, the our conversation today, yes, is about. The things you can do, not so much, not definitively when you're working from home, but when you're working from an environment that is not your normal environment. You know, there's there's a lot of things going around with, you know, coronavirus, but other reasons, too, where you might just find yourself working away from where your normal workspace is. You know, like this morning I was at the car dealer and actually I got a lot of work done, but it took some some intentional steps to be able to be productive there and Ah, you know i was getting emails from somebody in fact that was uh on jury duty somehow they were allowed to have their laptop so maybe they they weren't in the courtroom obviously but uh, but they were also able to be productive right so so there's lots of scenarios but of course you know uh, coronavirus has has caused a lot of companies to say why don't you just stay at home and so we figured let's talk about some of those things that we can do here right yeah, I think work? it's great. All I, right. I've definitely learned uh, what works for me. So Yeah, yeah, Happy. exactly. All right. Well, he is Shannon Jean. I'm Dave Hamilton. And this is episode 266 of The Small Business Show. Before we get going, Shannon, I want to stand on a soapbox for about 48 seconds. I'm probably wrong on that number. So, you know, this coronavirus (laughs) thing. Okay, great. Um, There's some good that it seems might be able to come from this. You know, if we learn to wash our hands a little more diligently, that's not a bad thing. If we learn if we learn not to go to our place of work when we're sick, like that's a hugely good thing. I another think. benefit. Yeah, yeah because we we have we have sort of a systemic problem in this country, and I am I am fully guilty of this. You know, it's like got to be productive, so I'll just go and and you know probably infect everybody around me. So like we need to be better about that. And and if this teaches us that, great. But what I hope it doesn't teach us is to avoid all of humanity by default. Because that gets really dangerous, I think. You know, so much of business is, as we like to say, a full contact sport and not encountering other people. Conferences, you know, conferences have always been this thing where you sort of know you're going to risk getting, you know, some sort of cold or something going to it because you're encountering all these people. But it is worth encountering all those people, I think. So I hope that that's not the outcome of all of this that's going on here. And I just wanted us all to sort of keep that in mind as we move forward. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've done, you know, specific episodes of the show all about things like conferences, yeah. and, you know, trade shows, why it's so important to connect with people and face to face. So I, I concur. Um, you know, there is some benefits to uh, like working from home. That we're going to talk about today. Oh, of but course. You yeah. cannot understate the benefits of 
you know, connecting with another human and putting business aside. Well, that's just just it. I always say when I get together with people, either at their offices or at a trade show, you know, I'm not here to do business. We can do that over email. In fact, we've proven you with most people I'm meeting with. We've already proven that. This is to remind each other that we're human beings. And those are the, like, I say that phrase to people and everybody's like, oh, right. And then everybody relaxes and we have a good time because there's no pressure. It's just, yeah, yeah we're just humans. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you don't want to make everything transactional. Correct. Right? Um, and so I think that's a, a really g- some great advice. And I, I also hope that we don't wind up, you know, doing everything we can to avoid coming face to face with people. But uh you know, things change quick once this yes. we get things under control here and the news cycles, you know, that the, well, we're not going to go down this road. We're not going to talk about this <laughs> the whole show uh, since we already ranted. A bit we're at, yeah, we're show, at three but, minutes uh, now on my 45 yeah. second rant. So there you, you got go. it. You got yeah. it. So it's great. Thanks for the advice, Dave. Always yeah. well received. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think the topic is great. You recommended it actually a few weeks ago. It's like, hey, we should talk about working from home. And, you know, many people may be working from home right now for the first time uh, or suggesting to your employees that they work from home. Hey, you know, let's keep the office uh, staff to a minimum. And if you have that kind of business where you can have folks work remotely, uh, you might be dealing with it for the first time. So we thought, hey, let's talk about some tips. Dave, you you know, like you said in the uh, introduction, you've been doing this for decades, right? Yeah, but Uh, but uh, I've... I've had to like today, you know, for example, I and of course, this is going to go completely counter to what I just said. Uh, Being at the car dealer is probably not all that much different for me than it is for someone uh, that has worked in an office and now needs to work at home, especially if that someone needs to carve out like a corner of the dining room as the office. If you don't have a, you know, a dedicated office space, it's tough. Well, in, in that scenario, you kind of have to go and embrace the momentum of the isolation. I know that's exactly what I said. We we shouldn't do, but in order to be productive in the short term, you need to, you need to find a way to isolate yourself from the mayhem that's going on around you. For me, it was at the car dealer, But, you know, for you, it might just be the normal course of affairs that goes on in your home during the day. And what I found was using uh, some kind of noise canceling headphones really allowed me. I mean, I was so productive at the car dealer this morning. All I was doing was triaging email. But as I was leaving my the thought that I had was. I wonder if one of our other cars needs to go in for service. <laughs> like yeah, I wanted to go back. Yeah. And I put, I was using AirPods pro this morning. Uh, they're actually not my absolute favorite uh, noise canceling, but there were the ones in my bag. And so it was fine. Um, I just have a weird thing with my ears where they just don't fit me easily, but I got them in and they're, they're fine. But any sort of noise canceling headphones, you know, JBL makes some great ones that I really like that are over the ear and in the ear. Um, mm, a company called nice. Earin, E-A-R-I-N, makes some fin. They, they make my absolute favorites. They go, they're earbuds. They're completely true wireless. They're smaller than the AirPods. They have the whole, you know, transparency thing. If you want to be able to hear the outside world and they're super comfortable. Uh, so we'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes. Yeah, but, that'd be great. But find something that works for you. And I would almost say if you're going to be doing this long term, find two sets of headphones that work for you. One that are in ears and one that are over the ears, because regardless of which you use, 
your your ears will physically fatigue from having something either on them or in them and having the ability to switch without having to say, uh, well, I'm going to take these out and now I got to deal with all the noise around me. Being able to re- sort of remain in your bubble, that can be valuable. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so, let me, anyway. okay, I have a couple questions about sure. that. Yeah. So, do you wear those when you're working in your, your home office? I don't have to. No, because okay, I'm the Got only it. one in that room. In yes. fact, I'm usually the only one in this building. Uh, we, yeah. My office yeah. is separate from the house. So I'm, I'm fortunate yeah. in, it, in that way. That's cool. Yeah. But I and, do listen to music okay, when that's I'm working. Yeah. And next, when you're wearing those uh, noise isolating, you know, earbuds or over the ear, you're listening to music, right? Not a podcast, not that kind of thing. Correct. I'm listening to music. I can deal. You got to find what works for you. You know, I can deal with music that has lyrics. Some Uh, some people can't at all. Uh, I know Kelly Gamont at uh, Mac Observer, who hosts our Daily Observations podcast. She likes to listen to film scores because it's familiar music. But not but not lyrical. So, you Uh you know, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, again, find what works for you. It could be classical. It could be jazz. It could be, you know, uh, the thrash metal. I don't care. You know, it's like that's the beauty of it is what it's it's yours. Like whatever allows you to kind of get in the zone and tune out the outside world. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And there's a lot. I want to talk more about environment as well. But one of the things I, I found interesting is when I was putting together show notes for today is and I was like, okay, a list of, of pros and a list of cons, but they kind of mesh together. You know, it's kind of interesting. Like, for example, you know, having a flexible schedule. Well, that's great and in a, in a, in a positive. But at the same time, if you don't create a schedule to stick to, you can kind of get what I call, you know, work creep, meaning you never stop. Uh, you take your phone, you take your laptop down, you know, back away from your workspace and you can just kind of keep going all the time. And, and oh, I'm going to take some mini breaks. Or I'm going to do whatever, but I think you're keeping some flexibility, but built around a, a set work schedule is, is really important. I, that's a great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And my guess is it, you know, for the folks that are sort of temporarily displaced, you know, for lack of a better term, you'll probably still have people to report to and that sort of thing. So that that might sort of provide that structure right there. But yeah. you're right. If you're on your own, if you're, you know, just a, a you know, a solopreneur or something like that, well then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, defining yeah. working hours. Even and you got to give yourself permission to bend them, but you have to know that you are bending them and it's not just yep. like work is 24/7. Um, right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Well, it's some kind of structure because going to an office, going to work, wherever you, it, it has that structure in it. And, right. and it, you, you get up in the morning and you know how things are going to work. And and for me, I'm, I just find that I'm happier and more productive when I first get up because I start thinking about my day, even the night before. Okay, what's tomorrow? Yeah. When I have my, oh, here's, here's what I'm going to, I know I'm working on this. I'm going to get up to the office by, you know, eight o'clock or whatever it is. Uh, it it really helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, good. And it, you know, one of the, yeah, one of the other things is you know I put okay, you don't have as many maybe work distractions, right? Uh, people coming in your office or stopping by, asking you to do things, you know, all this kind of stuff. But on the on the flip side, you still may get a lot of that just electronically. But I be, I would say that there's an opportunity at least for way more personal distractions mm-hmm. when you work from 
from home, especially if you don't have a separate workspace. Now, I think Dave, you know, you said you're in a separate building. I'm in a separate building. Like I can see my house, but I'm not in my house. And that has made a big difference for me. Um, You know, and if you, if you're going to make, be working from home for a long time or it's part of your long-term plan. And if you have space, you know, outside of your home or you can put in, I'll put a link, uh, you know, the folks that make some incredible little structures, it's called studio shed. Uh, and you know, they're not very expensive, but they're really well designed and you know, you can just get in a little eight by 10 area. I would argue it could be the best investment you ever make. If you're going to be working from home for long term. if you've got a backyard, you, know, you don't need much space. Um, but having a separate little space that you can go close the door and get away. Oh yeah. It, it's been really important for what me. A great little um, business model for those folks at Studio Shed. I like that. Yeah. 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 And and they call them different things, accessory sure. dwelling units, ADUs. Uh, but you look online and you could, I mean, these things show up in a kit. They bring them on the back of a truck. You can spend a few thousand dollars or $25,000, sure. you know, or probably even more. They have yeah. big ones that you can live in and they have little small guys, but there's lots of stuff. You can even go on Amazon and buy some of this, that type of thing. But huh. if you've got a little space and you can have a truck come drop that, I guarantee you walking out in your backyard in the morning to go to work will change your entire mindset. Cause I know it does for me and uh, it, it really helps. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can see my house too. And I've noticed, especially this year uh, that if I realize my son is home during the day, cause he's got kind of a weird schedule with his high school and stuff. I'm, I'm tempted to like go home and say hi to him and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's his last year at yeah. home. That's uh, awesome. yeah. Assuming yeah, colleges in the fall actually have students on campus. And, you know, at this point, yeah. I think anything's up for debate, but assuming they do, sure. then he will not be living here in the fall. And, and, you know, and so I'll miss him. Right. So it's like every time yep. he's home, it's like, ah, oh, I, I, I could like sneak over. And I do afford myself that luxury sometimes, but it, it's not always the right time for that. I've actually thought about, like, should I adjust my desk so that I'm not looking right out the window into the driveway? Sure. Like those sorts of things. But that's it. Like you have to be aware, really diligently aware of the things that are distracting you and why they're distracting you. And then you can choose to manage them or ignore them or engage with them, yeah. you know, whatever. But but just knowing yeah, what those right. distractions are. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. Yeah. I think it's, I, um, it's, it's important. Enough. I, I, well, I was going to say I, there's some there's some software I want to talk about here that, yeah, that I think will be it. helpful, too. The first piece of software I want to talk about, though, is our sponsor for this episode, which is PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro for your computer, because. When you are at home, you're probably going to be dealing with a lot more PDFs than you are papers. You might deal with some papers still in your office if you haven't moved everything over. But if you're going to be working remotely, I guarantee you things are going to start flying around as PDFs. And here's the thing. You're going to want to maybe make some notes on those, maybe even make some edits on those, maybe sign them, maybe do all kinds of things with them. You're going to need a piece of software that allows you to really manipulate and control PDFs at a very deep level. And there is nothing better for that 
in my opinion, than PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro from Smile at smilesoftware.com slash podcast. It can do all of the things I just mentioned. You can redact text. I had to redact some stuff for some forms that we had to send in. I was just talking about my son going off to college. We needed to send some tax forms, but they're like, make sure you redact out all the social security numbers. And I was like, Oh, that's going to be a pain. Wait, no, it's not. PDF pen. I was able to search for that text in our tax forms and tell it to redact it. And it just happened automatically. It was great. Really, really easy. And you can do all that kind of stuff. You can edit things. I didn't edit our tax forms before we sent them in. I figured that might not be a good thing if they caught us, you know, Uh, but you could because PDF pen is super powerful and flexible. So as I said, go to smilesoftware.com slash podcast to learn more and to start your downloads and all of that stuff. Our thanks to smile for making PDF pen and for sponsoring this episode. All right, man, it's time to talk about some software, right? The additional software. Yeah. So I I know I I said, you know, you want to embrace your isolation, uh, which was, was, which contradicted what I said at the beginning. Uh, and, and, you know, really kind of tune out all those distractions. But here's the thing. If you're working with other people and chances are, if you're making money, that's usually coming from other people, you're going to need to interact with them. And if you are in an office where everybody get just gets to communicate face to face, if it's, you know, kind of tight quarters and you're all sort of right there, you might not have had to think about the tools that allow people to work in a distributed fashion. You might already have, and that's fine, but you will quickly find out if you haven't already that using messages for those, you know, like SMS messages, even if you can link them to your computer, that is such a basic bare bones thing. You're going to find that it drives you crazy trying to actually have conversations and share information that way. Cause you're going to forget stuff. It's going to get lost messages. Doesn't allow yeah. things like mark this message as unread so I can follow or flag it so I can follow up later. No, none of that. And then you're also going to find that email is too cumbersome for that stuff because you're going to have a million emails from exactly the same person, right? Cause these are the people you work with. So you need a tool that allows you to sort of have the virtual office in an app. And and there's a lot of them. Uh, my favorite one these days is Slack. Uh, it seems to have become sort of the default of most businesses. Whenever I engage with a new business, they're like, can we add you to our Slack channel? It's like, of course. Yeah, yeah no problem. Huge. It's yeah. huge. But, it's a life but changer. <laughs> yeah, it's a life changer. Well, there's HubSpot. And before that, there was Skype. And, you know, I mean, and, and these things also exist. But, we, you know, I found that Slack is pretty universal. If you're not already using something like this, Go get Slack. Shannon and I use it here for our internal communication with the small business show. Uh, we use it at Mac Observer and even the one, you know, at Mac Observer, we're able to operate completely functionally on the Slack free plan. Uh, so, you, you know, don't feel like you're going to start using it and immediately it's going to start costing you money. It might you might choose to buy into their paid plan to get some more features, but it's really functional for free and that's intentional on their part. So, you know, something like that is, is going to, is going to make a big difference in in terms of staying in touch and, and creating that water cooler. You, you, you know, you can still have some human interaction, you, you know, you can you can even create like a Slack channel where maybe people share stupid memes and, you know, hopefully it stays, you know, workplace appropriate and all that stuff. But but just yeah, something great, to remind each other that you're humans. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great connectivity 
a tool that's you know, and, and a great yeah. hub for everything you have going on. So if you have multiple businesses that you're involved in, or, I mean, I have a nonprofit that I work with that I created a, you know, a whole Slack team with, and it's all within the app and you just kind of click, Oh, I, got, I need to go deal with small business show. Or I need to jump on this. I yeah. need to, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. Um, another one that, that I use is, is Trello. Um, you will quickly find that email, if you have various different projects that you're working on, email will uh, like quickly break down and Slack might even break down it, it, unless you start breaking, you know, a project out per channel or something. But what Trello does is it works in uh, with a cards paradigm. So it, it and, and it's too generic to just describe it generically. So I will use two specific examples and then I, I will suggest that maybe Shannon we need to adopt Trello here at the small business show. So I would agree. Uh, yep. At Mac observer, yeah. we, uh, you know, we publish articles and podcasts. So we make one card per article or podcast episode. And then, and we can put them into categories. You know, they start in the ideas category. When someone grabs it and is working on it, it moves to the in progress category. And then of course, when it's complete, it's in the completed category. But what's cool about cards is, you can attach all kinds of things to them. You can have an entire threaded conversation just about that card. You can attach links. You can attach notes, files, whatever you want. So that even if, you know, I have an idea, but I know I'm not going to write it up. I put all the stuff into the card and and then somebody else has, you know, my brain dump compartmentalized on that card that they can sort of take and run with. So that's what we do at Mac observer in one of the bands I'm in. We're doing a bunch of recording for some original songs that the guys have written and we do one card per song and it's the same kind of thing. We, and we can do to do lists and tasks lists on the cards. So we can say, we can open a card and know, okay, uh, scratch tracks are done. Drums are done. Bass is done. We need to get uh, the real vocals done. Okay, great. You know, it's right there. It's easy. And we even have it linked to our Dropbox where, um, nice. we can, we can actually hear the files, you know, that's what we're using to share the files is Dropbox. So, uh, so Trello is another one of those. And I figure you and I could use it for, uh, have we talked yeah. about our, our, our new project yet? I don't know that we have. Yeah. We have. yeah I we've thought we okay. the guides. Yeah. yeah the guides that we're doing. Them. So it might be yeah. good to do a Trello card for each guy. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, talking about being connected, you know, one of the things that I think is, uh, inherent when you're working from home, if you're by yourself, it's you're by yourself. So, you know, you may feel isolated. Uh, so having these tools to help connect you with your team and, you know, the outside world, so to speak, is, is really important. Uh, and I think that like, for me, I start my day on LinkedIn. I go in, you know, I get 630, I come out have coffee and I jump on LinkedIn. I've got messages, you know, new connections, what's going on in the world, uh, catch up. And it's kind of like, like you said, the virtual water cooler, you mm. know, where you're, uh, you're connecting with people. So I, I really like, you know, the Slack Trello LinkedIn, this kind of concept of you can still have that connectivity, which is an important part of, uh, all of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And it allows you not only to feel like you're connected, but it all, it also allows you to sort of see, okay, is everybody on the team still being productive, you know, I don't, I don't like to micromanage everyone, but I do like to see that, like, you know, we're moving the ball down the field, whatever yeah. it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There's stuff happening there. Okay, great. I don't need to, I don't want to micromanage it, but I, I also want to know that 
you know, somebody's still able to be working and all of that. And if somebody's having a problem, sometimes I'll notice it before they would sort of wave the flag. And then I can be like, hey, do you need some help with this? Is there, you know, is there anything I can do for you? What what do you need? You know, that kind of thing can be really so though all of these things can be helpful. I liked your idea about LinkedIn because that allows you to sort of be in touch with the community, not just the people you're forced yeah, to be yeah. engaged with. Yeah. Well, is that great? Yeah. It gives me a kind of a broader view of what's going on in the business community, people that I've connected with, people that I may want to have come on the show. Um, it's just kind of a base to to get get things going. So I feel like I'm not just focused on my own stuff. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's good, man. Yeah. It, yeah. It's helpful. Um, the, one of the things, too, that I think is really important is communicating if you've got a significant other. Well, let, let me back up. I, I, I want to make another comment. If people aren't, uh, you know, if they're not in a house that has some space or has a separate thing or can't put a shed or whatever it is on there, you know, if you've got an apartment or a condo, or whatever it is, at the very minimum, I, I highly recommend you carve out a distinct space and not just take the route of going on the dining room table and dropping your laptop and going to work. It, you know, if you can get a separate room with a door, that's golden. If you can't do that, you know, maybe there's a corner that you can put, a, you know, a, a work table and you can kind of create your own workspace because you need to have that when you come back in every day that I'm going to work. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm doing this. And having that separate space, even within a small spaces, I think is critical. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You need to be able to leave things if if at all possible, leave things overnight for the next yes. day. So you're not, if you, you know, yeah, packing yeah. up. I mean, obviously, if you're working, you know, when I was at the car dealer, you know, right. I, right. I, yeah, that's a little different. Right. But but yeah, for if you if you are newly working at home, carve out a space that you can leave as a space and something that, that your your family and your pets and all yeah. of that stuff aren't going to mess with. Yeah. And, yeah. and that when you're there. Your family, your pets, whoever, your roommates, whatever you have, they know you're working. And even just seeing you there, oh, I know. And and what I was going to say before I jump back into the space was that you need to communicate with these people and and you need to set up some boundaries, right? I think one of the ways that people get very frustrated uh, at home is that there may be the assumption that, oh, well, you know, so-and-so's at home. They can do X. They can run an errand. They can empty the dishwasher. They can take care of these chores. They can take care of the pets. They can do whatever, you know, whatever. Right. And maybe that's part of your flex schedule and you want that. That's fine. But if you don't discuss it, I guarantee you there's going to be a difference of perception on both sides. You may think I'm focused, man. I'm going from eight to five and I'm jamming. and I'm getting all this stuff done. And another person be like, well, you're home. Why didn't you empty the dishwasher yeah, why today? Didn't you why do? didn't you right. put the laundry in or take the dog or whatever it is? So I, I, I would implore you to have that discussion and set those boundaries. And if, you, like I said, if there is a place that you can close a door, that's a huge benefit because oh, yeah. then you'd be like, okay, when I'm in here, I'm working. So, you know, you, like my wife and I, my wife's at home working, works from home too with her business. Well, we text each other back and forth. I mean, you know, and then we kind of meet up at lunch. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not a, Hey, uh, I need you to do this. Hey, well, you know, I have some kind of structure and uh, I think that's really important. I agree. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, my kids grew up with it. But I remember they would have friends over who were just flabbergasted. Like, well, we just go ask your daddies right there. And my kids yeah. would be like, we don't know. No. Like they, <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, there were times there were there were some, you know, over the years, one or two emergencies or whatever, where the kids like burst into my office. But I knew when they burst in that this this truly was like, it, at least in their minds and most of the time, also in mine, like there was an emergency and it, it was, was important. Yeah. It always started with, I'm sorry to commit. It was like, nope, never apologize. Like, what do you need? Yeah. Like, that's it. Yep. Yeah. But that's, yeah, you got to cool. have that conversation. And it's an, it's a really easy conversation to have before it gets stressful. It's not yeah, necessarily absolutely. as easy to have after the fact, because now, it you know, the feelings can get hurt and all that stuff. So just talk about it ahead of time. Like, say, hey, yeah. yeah. What just, are the expectations? Hey, I'm going to be working from home now. Uh, and I, I have this discussion with Renee all the time. Hey, OK, you know, I'm going to be here. I'm doing this. Uh, here's my like today. Hey, we're recording at this time. Right. So I'm not going to be available to answer any questions or do whatever. Um it's it's important to set those boundaries and expectations. Agreed. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff, man. It, yeah. And, you know, you're talking about tools I, I, and the software. I think it's great. But also just the hardware, the equipment. You know, what equipment do you need to work from home? And if your employer or you're employing your, uh, uh, you know, your team to, to in, instructing them to stay at home, do they have the right equipment? Right. I mean, you can't just assume that they have everything. Does everybody have a laptop? Does everybody have this or that? You know, if you're setting up your workspace, you know, and you're going to be staring at a monitor, get a good monitor. You know, the, the prices are so uh, inexpensive now for a good quality screen. I would say, you know, clarity and size. Very, very important. Yeah. Uh, the big, the biggest you can get, but also that has a really good clarity because you're going to be, you know, staring at it all day. I'm sure the Mac Observer can help you uh, make some of those decisions with, with I, you, you know, you know I, I will, I will make one recommendation right out of the gate here. I've been super happy with Mono Prices monitors over the years. Yeah. Their, their business model is great. They, they sort of look at what the high end stuff has. They they just in my opinion, I this isn't their words, but I, I think it's what they do. It seems like they look at the high end stuff. They distill it down into, OK, what's the one component or three components that actually matter for what this product is built to do? So in a, in a you know, in a monitor, it's what's the glass, what's the display, you know, what's the chipset or whatever that runs this thing? OK, cool. Now. You know, also, what else have these people built in? Well, they've got this glorious, you know, frame. Well, OK, well, we could make the frame a nice frame out of plastic or, you know, something yeah. that more economical. It doesn't have to be a millimeter thin. It can be five millimeters thin. And you know what? Like, that's OK. And then you get this great screen for, you know, half the price that you would pay somewhere else. So my current favorite from them is their Crystal Pro 27 inch? It's a UHD display, which for us Apple people is like essentially what Apple means when they say Retina display. So you get that mm, that nice. rich view where you're not seeing the pixels if you set it in the way that you don't see the pixels. I mean, you can configure it any way you want, but and it's like it's for a 27 inch display. It's 335 bucks right now. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I'll put it yeah. in the show notes. Yeah, it, it's yeah, great. You, you deserve that. And then the other thing, I you know, I think you need a great chair. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, sitting in the kitchen chair or sitting at the dining room table chair, it, it's just not going to fly. I mean, it will temporarily. Yeah, but if you if you're going to be there a lot, uh, you need a great chair. 
you know, yeah. um, many, many years ago, I bought a, uh, a Herman Miller, uh, Aaron chair, which just has this netting. It's great. It oh, breathes. Great. It I got one stuff. of those. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. And now they're not, you know, you can pick them up inexpensively. You know, they're not too crazy. They used to be a couple thousand dollars, but now yeah. uh, you can pick them up. They're everywhere. Um, and uh, it, it makes all the difference if you're going to be in it, you know, all day. So tools really important. You know, on your software, uh, there's a new website up. Well, I don't know, actually, just found it today. It's called OpenForBusiness.org, and there is a handful of large companies that are offering their cloud services and collaboration services for free for three to six months right now while so many people are not going to be going into the office. And I would suggest you go up there. There may be something for your team that you could, uh, that you can use. Oh, nice. That's yeah, good. Go to meetings, WebEx, uh, Cloudflare box, all these, you know, companies that have put stuff up there, uh, at, at no charge. Huh? That's great. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Could be, could be helpful. And again, we'll put the link in the, in the show notes for you. Yeah. Yeah, open for business. There it is. Cool. Yep. Cool. And and for me, one of the one of the last things on my list is it comes kind of back to the structure thing. Is you need to take breaks. Um, I often get in this mode of feeling like, oh, you know, I'm, I could just keep going and power through and then stop at a certain time, maybe. But but I don't do it. I just keep going. So forcing myself to stop, get up, walk out of my office, throw the ball for the dog, you know go for a walk, you know, really stop and eat lunch. Don't just chow something down at your desk. That's really important for my mental well-being. Uh, and I would suggest that getting away from your desk, you know, at least a couple times a day is, is really important. No, it's super important. I, I like, I drink tea. I mean, I say I drink tea. I start the day with a tea bag in a cup and I put hot water in it and I have a hot water dispenser in my, in my office. And that's my hydration all day. I, I am someone who likes drinking hot water. Not everybody does. But what I do is I just keep refilling the mug. By the end of the day, I'm just drinking hot water. You know, it's, sure. it's not tea anymore. I mean, in, in the sense that most people think of tea. But it like knowing that, oh, I, you know, like I could have a big water bottle on my desk, but then I wouldn't need to get up. And so needing tea, I get up, I move around. That's often my excuse to sort of take five minutes, go over to the house, say hello, you know, those sorts of things. But it creates these natural breaks. I use just a small little, you know, normal eight ounce mug, whatever it is. And I drink plenty of water because anytime that if I notice that it's empty, that's when I refill it. I don't wait till I'm thirsty. I just keep refilling the thing and it's great, you know, and of course then yeah, I have to cool. pee a lot and that gets me up and that's ha, good too. Yeah. But get you up moving. Yeah. It gets you up moving. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I will I, throw, you made a comment. Oh, go ahead. You made a comment one time uh, where you said something, you said, you know, I found that having a, uh, was it a mint candle at your desk? Yes. That, or some kind of thing that oh, yeah. I was like, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I have one going right now. I'm using uh, Yankee Candles <laughs> yeah. Jack Frost, which is like a vanilla mint. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is totally cool. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. So whatever works for you and experimenting with different things, I think is great. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. Make make the best of it. And, you know, uh, if you have tips for what well, works for you working at home. I want to throw one more thing in, but tell them where to send oh, yeah, the tips. No, go ahead. Send, tell them where to send oh, yeah. the tips. Send it it's to fine. feedback at businessshow.co. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, for right, sure. Sir, what do you got? What else um, you got? You know, getting standing up is a good thing. 
Yep. Sitting down in general is bad for us as humans, especially when we do it for long periods of time. So consider getting a standing desk even better. Consider getting an adjustable desk because that way you can stand or sit. And I, like I've been using an adjustable desk for years and it was life changing, really makes a huge difference. You also want to get a nice cushiony pad to stand on uh, while oh, you're yeah. at your desk. But I've I've got this new um, autonomous desk and it, it's it, super easy to put together and it's got uh, it's it's adjustable with a motor. So, you know, you, you it's set you tell it what height you want and it sets it to it. But what's cool is you adjust it to the height that you like, and it's got four presets, sort of like the presets you would have in your car for, you know, oh. radio stations or whatever. And so I have one for sitting and one for standing, and I and they're exactly where I want them to be because I've already preset them, and I just hit the button, and boom, it moves, and it moves smoothly so that it's not like, you know, like the stuff on the desk with the computer and the candle and everything just is fine. Like I don't, I can, I can move it with a burning candle and I don't freak out about that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's That's great. Cool. No, they, yeah, they yeah. do a really good job um, with, uh, with what they're doing there. It's at autonomous.ai. So I'll throw that in the show notes and their pricing is, is really good too. So um, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, man. That's good. So, yeah. So before we go, I want to do my, uh, the, our podcast of the week. Okay. That I've been talking about lately. One of them I've been listening to, to for years that I really like. It's uh Freakonomics. And, uh, you know, these are, these are a group of people that take a deep dive and look at things in a, probably a very different manner than uh, you're used to. One of the recent episodes speaking about being isolated is is they talked about is there really a loneliness epidemic you hear that term in oh. the news from time oh. to time and they kind of dig in deep and if there's not there might find be. out yeah well yeah it's interesting it's it's very timely and uh, they do some great stuff you know like how people eat you know but it all kind of related to to economics and and things they did a great series on the opioid uh you know epidemic that you know things and they yeah. even you know jumped into how to stop being a loser and uh which are great episodes about football and the 49ers and how they stopped losing uh, football oh, games and, yeah yeah so I highly recommend it take a look freakonomics we'll put a link into the show notes for you cool cool did you say you had right. two or just the one just the one. Oh, just the one. I do one. have one more. Yeah, just the one. I have okay. one more thing to say. Ah, that's why I thought you had something else. Okay. Got it. All like right. you, if, when you listen to Freakonomics or anybody else, the one thing they're going to ask you every time is to go leave them a five-star review. It's really important for us podcasters uh, to get those reviews. It moves us up in the rankings and allows us to connect with better guests, more guests, and uh, bring you more information. So if you can do that at the, you know, if you listen to the Apple yeah, from the Apple Podcast Directory, leave it there or wherever else that yeah. you are picking it up. And we would love to have that. It's, it, Shannon is not lying here. It, even just one review makes a huge difference in terms of how the rankings work and all of that stuff. So please, businessshow.co slash reviews. You can go to the site and click through from there, too. But really makes a huge difference for us. We'd really appreciate it. So Yeah, we do appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, we also appreciate you listening. We appreciate your time. So uh, we've taken up quite a bit of it here today. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. That's uh, that's what we got. Keep living take that charmed easy. life. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs>